This podcast is brought to you by BitIRA, my affiliate partner. Uh, BitIRA leads the industry in helping consumers diversify their retirement accounts with cryptocurrency investments. Why BitIRA? Because they are among the most secure and compliant digital IRA solutions, guys, uh, providers on the market. Their uncompromising commitment to security includes storing consumers, cryptocurrency, and cold storage within grade V nuclear bunkers, uh, protecting consumers stored cryptocurrency with end-to-end insurance, complying proactively with regulations by using regulated exchanges and registering with the U.S. government. Every asset class carries its own set of advantages. Uh, The key is, is achieving your financial objectives and growing your wealth is understanding those advantages and learning to balance your investments across a range of appropriate asset classes suited to your unique situation. So per notice 2014 to 21, 2021 from the Internal Revenue Services, digital currencies are treated as personal properties for tax purposes, thus making them eligible to be held inside a digital IRA account. That means that any gains you occur through your digital currency investments remain tax free until you withdraw them from your retirement account as a distribution. And here's something else that many people don't know. If you sell your digital currencies within your IRA uh, without taking a distribution, any gains that you may have made can be reinvested in other asset classes. In other words, your IRA does not need to remain entirely in digital assets to keep this tax deferred designation. The current cryptocurrencies you can actually invest in in BitIRA are Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, uh, Chainlink, Ethereum, Ethereum Classic, Zcash and Stellar Lumens. Welcome to the future. I'm BioChef T. And guys, click my BitIRA link, affiliate link, right in the description to learn more and get yourself a free guide on digital IRAs. Peace. Jeremy. Hey, Tito. How are you, sir? Good, good. How you doing today? Can't complain, Jeremy. Thanks for taking the time out to uh, hop on this call with me to talk about Abs- Bit, Bit IRA. Absolutely. My pleasure. I appreciate it. And I was actually, too, um, getting an update from Tina as well on the account being rolled over just to make sure in case you guys were curious on that so I can have an update for you for Teresa but yeah when my uh, marketing team told me about this I was actually getting I was like I, I, why do I recognize that name and then I was like yeah they're they're uh, in the state of Hawaii and they're starting to move forward with our company so I was very excited to uh, to have an opportunity to speak with you on some of your questions cool cool yeah we're, we're located in New York up in uh, Beacon in the Hudson oh, okay yeah. that's right New York Yep. Hawaii yep. was another state that was that we're having to move over. That's right. Oh, okay, okay. Were they having issues as well or 
Same, same thing. Yep. They're having to, uh, uh, they will no longer work with, um, I trust and, and a lot of those people or everybody who had an account there ha- was having to liquidate and move over as well. Wow. Wow. It's wow. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Hawaii has some of the same rules and regulations that are needed um, right. with, for cryptocurrency, just like the state of New York. And I think as, as this gets a bigger footprint in the financial community, I think other States will start stepping into that same area. The good news is, is that, you know, we stayed one step ahead of the uh, one step ahead by working with specific companies that were highly regulated um, where we didn't have to worry about this in the future because you know this is an unregulated territory. However, you know, we work with certain entities that have regulations in place just in case this ever became a problem. We were already had it covered and taken care of. Nice. So you guys are a few steps ahead. Yeah, we try to be. Nothing wrong with being a little preemptive. Sure, sure. Now, Jeremy, uh, you're the digital currency specialist at BitIRA, correct? Correct. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, for the for the just for the viewers, uh, I I mean I've been in the space for like five years, and I'm sure you've been in the space, you know, just as long or even longer. Um, but if you can maybe f- for those that don't fully understand the space, w- would it be possible you can explain a little bit about what crypto and blockchain is? And how do you think it's going to, you know, change the financial sector? Whew, if that was, if there was just a, uh, an easy answer, but I think if we're speaking to people who don't quite understand what Bitcoin is or what cryptocurrency is or what blockchain is, um, because Tita, I'm not a technical person. I never have been. I need things kind of certain things explained to me a few times. And when it came to cryptocurrency, I've been learning uh, about it since 2014 and 15. I mean, I first heard about it before then, but when I really started to get engaged into it is when the tax codes changed, allowing this for a self-directed IRA. But um, I would tell them that Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, blockchain uh, was an invention, I think. I think uh, it was an invention to fix the broken system that we live on today, meaning our monetary policy um, paper currency, banks, the dollar. Um, Bitcoin was an invention to fix that, to prevent double spending, to prevent inflation and create deflation. Um, blockchain, um, I look at it as kind of a ledger to keep track of all of the transactions that are made into the cryptocurrency world. And I think uh, to really explain it is just to, to look at it as that concept, um, as an invention to fix you know, the monetary policy that we live on today, which is inflation. We print money to get ourselves out of trouble. And with Bitcoin, you can't just print it. You know, it's, it's got a finite supply. So I view it as the new digital gold. Um, Ethereum, I look at it as because it doesn't have a finite supply. It's more of an industrial currency, meaning it's got multiple uses besides just being cryptocurrency. It's used... Uh, as an industrial tool throughout the blockchain. So I look at it as the new digital silver. Silver is an industrial metal used in many different devices, such as medical devices. It's used in solar panels, um, batteries for the electric cars. Uh, so those that's how I compared. I, I had to basically dumb it down so I could understand it. 
Um, not saying that most people need it explained like that, but that's how I understand it as, as an invention, uh, a tool utilized to fix the broken system that we're currently living in. Right, right. What are your thoughts on uh, Chainlink? I know you guys hold Chainlink on your your sheets as well. I like Chainlink. I think um, Chainlink uh, is, was one of the most recent ones added. It's based off of the Ethereum network. Uh, it's got multiple uses. Um, I'm a big fan of it. I've been buying it since it was below $10, and I've been a holder of it ever since. I think it's got a bright future uh, in front of it. It's very young, but, you know, uh, nothing wrong with with being new to the cryptocurrency world. I think it's got a bright future ahead of it. I think just people, uh, especially now, just need to be patient and, and stay in a holding position if they're buying cryptocurrency right now. Chainlink deals with sort of like the connectivity between uh, different blockchains, like helping communicate between one another, correct? It, right, yes. Okay. And so, so, so same as um, a lot of people ask about XRP, which you know currently has been suspended until um, further notice. Um, but XLM, Stellar Lumens, is a great alternative, a bank-to-bank -bank of sending money, uh, you know, to whereas Chainlink, Link is an Ethereum token. Um, it's a decentralized on the Oracle network, and it uh, allows smart contracts through Ethereum to securely connect to external data. Uh, so it's a very technical um, cryptocurrency, but it's based off of the Ethereum network that helps smart contracts. Right. All right. Since you brought up XRP, do you, do you see that becoming uh, something that you guys can offer in like the near term or in the future sometime? We don't know if we'll be able to. We don't know if it's indefinite or not. Um, you know, I don't know if it was the SEC that suspended it necessarily because I can't find it available on any U.S. based trading platform. Um, our trading platform is highly regulated and their compliance uh, includes FinCEN, FINRA, and the SEC. Uh, so I don't, I'm not sure if they decided that they were going to suspend it until further notice or if it was the SEC actually suspending it off all U.S.-based trading platforms. It's always been an option. It was one of the first ones after Bitcoin and Ethereum. Um, when it, before it was called XRP, is when people were just calling it Ripple. Um, and now that Ripple is being sued by the SEC, um, it's been suspended until further notice. So all of our customers had months of opportunity to either purchase it or sell their current holdings. After December 15th of 2020, they were no longer allowed to buy or sell it. A lot of people held on to it. Um, they, they weren't forced to selling it, but a lot of people held on to it. Um, only time will tell. You know, I'm sure we'll find out a lot more once this lawsuit is finally over with and done with, and they come to a conclusion on what's going to happen to Ripple and XRP. Right, right. Are, are there any other investment opportunities such as like NFT staking, you know, you know, creating nodes, any of that uh, part of like future uh, talks to add to the BitIRA platform? Or is it even, even possible to add stuff like that? We know that there are some competitors out there offering 
in like earning interest on their cryptocurrency. Right now, we are our custodian equity trust and the depository um, are looking into staking. Staking, I would say, would be the closest one on the roadmap uh, to earn interest on cryptocurrency. It's very specific what has to happen. It basically has to be loaned out. In order to loan it out, it has to be placed into a hot wallet. Um, we use a true cold. We were the first cryptocurrency company to use a true cold storage solution. Our parent company, which was which is the Birch Gold Group, we used the same concept. They founded Bid IRA in 2014 when the tax code changed. We launched in 2016 after building a turnkey secure solution for people wanting to use IRAs for cryptocurrency. And we use the same concept for the storage of it. There's a lot of horror stories about people's cryptocurrency getting hacked. We didn't, we wanted peace of mind at the end of the day for our customers. Gold and silver inside of an IRA has to be stored at a depository. We use that same concept. People's biggest question is, well, how do you store something that's digital at a physical location? Well, we used hardware devices. These hardware devices are stored in a, in a depository here in, a, in the United States and stored as if it were a brick of gold that holds these private keys. Uh, so we use that same concept. Now, in order to offer staking or interest on that, it would have to be put into a hot wallet, which we can't find. Lloyd's of London is not going to insure um, assets held in, in a hot wallet, just like on Coinbase, if you're holding cryptocurrency and the fine print with Coinbase, they insure cryptocurrency, but it has to be held in their cold wallet. It cannot be kept in the warm wallet in order to obtain insurance. So as of yet, no interest um, earnings on, on digital currency. We are looking into a safe way to, to where customers can stake their crypto, but also keeping it in a cold wallet, not having to avoid that solution we've created and not have to avoid the insurance over it. Um, so it is in the roadmaps. I don't have a, uh, a definite date on when that's going to be available, but it is in the works. Right, right. So uh, in terms of security, it does, I mean, that's what really attracted me to BitIRA because I was searching for my wife and I for quite some time once the whole iTrust Capital stuff started happening on like the security part of it is really what makes me feel comfortable. And I'm sure many people uh, will say the same thing. And would you say that's the part of one of the main reasons why a lot of people are considering bit IRA because of, because of the security aspect? I would say that's our biggest feature, uh, you know, in terms of security one, um, to our experience, um, we were, we weren't the first, but we were the first with the true cold storage solution because we used this. We had that advantage of using the same concept as gold and silver. So I would say, experience, security, the regulation that we carry. You know, the fact that you can make a phone call and get a person on the line. We have a customer service department. We have an IRA department that helps assist with you know, the paperwork, we're more hands-on, we walk them through the process, and, and we handle all the heavy lifting from start to finish. Um, I would say one of the biggest problems in the cryptocurrency space is getting someone on the phone and actually being able to talk to you if you have a question or an issue, hmm. um, whether it be, 
you're buying through Coinbase, where it's just a brokerage account linked to your bank account, or you're dealing with another competitor um, that that does what we do. Because from what I've what I hear from other people, and their biggest complaint when they come to Bit IRA, if they maybe started with another company or were shopping around, is you know you were the first ones to call me back, or I can't believe I'm speaking to somebody on the phone. So. I would say there's a few differences between us and competitors and the biggest one being security and insurance. And then the second would be customer service and experience that we have, you know, given the fact that our parent company has been dealing with self-directed IRA since 2003, we're very familiar with that space. We do IRA rollover. So we try to make the process as seamless and easy as possible. Um, so yeah, security, customer service and experience, I would say would be what, what separates us uh, from the others. And then after that, you know, regulations that allows for us to work in all 50 states, the exchange that we work with is highly regulated, therefore allowing us to work in certain states where others cannot mm. um, would be one of the other differences too. So would you say Bit IRA is transforming the way we invest our retirement money? I, I would definitely say so. You know, um, over the years, things change. And um, I know it sounds cheesy, but I'm a fan of this quote by Darwin. He states that it's not the strongest or the smartest um, that survive. It's the most adaptive to change. Mm. And Bid IRA was very adaptive when this tax code passed in 2014, you know, taxing crypto as property and viewing it as a commodity and allowing it in a self-directed IRA, our owners jumped on that and started building bid IRA. Um, you know, keeping up with this time air and modern assets to invest in. So I would definitely say it's changing um, the way people can invest their IRAs modernly today away from your traditional markets. You know, we are on our third year now in the longest bull run in history of stock market history. Um, you know, to me that, that would be scary if all my assets were tied to the stock market right now, I would be looking how much longer can that continue to grow before it busts? Right. You know, our, our markets work in a cycle every seven to 10 years. And this is our third year now being in the longest bull run in history. And not only do I think it's changing the way people invest, it's giving people a great alternative to the stock market for their retirement accounts. Um, you know, instead of, you know, precious metals or real estate, it's, it's giving them the option for cryptocurrency, which has been extremely profitable for most, especially the ones that got with us when we first opened our doors at the end of 2015, beginning of 2016. Hmm. Are, are precious metals uh, also on the blockchain? Do you guys have it set up that way? I know some companies are doing stuff like that as well. No, no. Our parent company, um, Birch Gold Group, they, they work with specifically with physical gold, silver, platinum, and palladium, um, all types of, of bullion, uh, fixed mintage, uh, and proof metals. Uh, but they can either do it through the retirement account, IRA rollovers, uh, or they also do cash purchases where the customer would just have the metal shipped to them. Um, but no, it doesn't have anything to do with um, gold-backed cryptocurrency or anything. Now, I've heard of that. We've looked into it. We can't find much information about that. 
Okay. Okay. So for like investment beginners that are basically looking to invest in cryptocurrency, um, sometimes have difficulty understanding the space and, you know, specific information and guidance. Uh, is there any sort of like, uh, do BitIRA offer any education uh, ebooks or anything relating to educating someone who wants to kind of get into the space before beforehand? Is there something that you guys offer? It's a it's a fine line. I mean, just as we are not financial advisors, uh, so we don't give advice. We don't, but we do try to take the educational approach. Our essential guides that we send out. There's a lot of information that's updated current information on cryptocurrency that's updated um you know daily and weekly people can sign up um on our email list and get information emailed to them on cryptocurrency especially the assets that we offer underneath our exchange and that's allowed inside the ira um i would say our our main guidance is is to our turnkey solution to investing in digital currency using your IRA. That's where our expertise comes in. As far as news and information on digital currency, you know that would be found if you're on our emailing list uh, or on our website um, for people to do their own due diligence. Because at the end of the day, all decisions on what our customers are investing in and when they want to buy it and when they want to sell it is based off of their own due diligence and research. I mean, we state that in our voice confirmations when we execute our transactions. So it's a, it's a fine line, but we do our best in terms of educating. Um, but when it comes down to pull the trigger, it would be done based off of the customer's own due diligence. Right. Right. Is there uh, like a blog on the back end that, uh, that's connected to the IRAs with updates and news? Or is that part of sort of like the newsletter as well? It's part of the newsletter as well. And then, of course, when you become a customer and you're in our self-trading platform and you're logged in, um, our platform has updated information as well uh, that they can read on, um, you know, anything that's new in the crypto world, any news that's coming out, um, any analysts that have done you know, price analyzations, say for Bitcoin, by the time it's next having, for instance, you know, Tom Lee, JP Morgan, they all have price targets on these assets for the next having. So, I mean, that's always found on our website and on our newsletters if, if our customers want to sign up for that. The next having is, what is it, three years now from today? Or it's something? in it's going to be uh, 2024 is the next halving. Our last halving was in May of 2020. 2020, that's right. That's right. And so the next one will be in 2024. And, you know, that's why some like um, JP Morgan have put a price target uh, of 288000 per Bitcoin after the next halving. Typically within an 18-month time frame is when we see that 1,000 to 2,000% increase in Bitcoin pricing after the halving. Um, this year, it kind of took off uh, sooner rather than later. However, we didn't see that 1,000 to 2,000% price increase in Bitcoin. So that's why some are still expecting another bull run right. before the next halving. You know, only time will tell. My crystal ball is broken today. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll, we'll see in 2022 and what that brings, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, are you hopeful with uh, the new regulations and uh, everything that's coming out next year? You know, the regulations don't um, 
really worry me too much, and I get that question a lot. And the reason why is, is you know, it's our, there was a, a, an article that came out not too long ago from the SEC, I think it was Powell, that said that, you know, U.S. does not have to worry about any type of cryptocurrency banning. You know, they're nowhere on board like, um, like China has done or tried doing. Uh, what they are trying to crack down on and regulate is is the people buying cryptocurrency outside of retirement accounts and either selling it, not reporting it, and what they're what they're using with it. Um, with uh, with what we do is is all within a qualified custodian. So we work with a qualified custodian. So I mean, they're held accountable by state and federal law for reporting. You can buy and sell within the IRA tax deferred. If it's a Roth, it'll remain a Roth. You don't have to worry about the account growing and then taking funds out later. Because all of that is reported. You have a custodian that's doing all the reporting. So the regulations that they're trying to do, they're just really trying to crack down on people buying and selling outside of IRAs who, who aren't reporting. So, you know, I'm not worried about that. I think this is the more regulation this gets, the more attention it's going to get which obviously leads to bigger market caps, which leads to to more valuable, more price increase in the cryptocurrency world. Right, right, right. No, I definitely agree with that as well. So um, is there, is there, do you, are you only doing rollovers for your IRA or can can people actually contribute through their own bank account as a, a wire or something like that? Yeah, they can definitely open up. We have a minimum and our minimum is 10,000. So the only type of IRAs that we will start from uh, scratch would be a SEP IRA. Those types of IRAs are suitable for people who are self-employed that don't have the options, say for 401ks. Uh, So SEP IRAs, you're allowed up to a $57,000 annual contribution. So if you set up a SEP IRA, you can fund it with 10,000 or 57,000 and our minimum is 10. So to set up a traditional or a Roth, you know, you're limited to six or 7,000 per year, depending on your age. Um, But that doesn't mean we can't do it. There's just a time frame, um, which would be in 2022, if you didn't make a contribution for 2021, you can make a two-year contribution in, you know, at the same time. Um, before you file your taxes. So a lot of people who don't have IRAs and they didn't make a 2021 contribution, they're sitting on the sideline for January um, to make that 2021 and 2022 contribution of either twelve dollars or $14,000, depending on their age, to hit our minimums. Right. And for the crypto IRAs, um, customers do not own or hold their own keys or anything like that, right? I remember having the discussion with this with you um, prior to this uh, Zoom. So I'm curious to hear your thoughts about that too, and especially for people that are trying to transfer over from another IRA. Yeah, so the tax code is very specific on what it states that's allowed within their guidelines. And we're 100% we're 100% compliant. The, the companies out there that are, you know, allowing or having a product or a solution that allows for these customers to hold their own private keys. Um, Those are checkbook LLC IRAs, and they were specifically created for real estate. Obviously, real estate cannot be held in a depository. 
Um, so these checkbook LLC IRAs were created to hold real estate through an LLC for people who are investing in real estate through the retirement accounts. Obviously, there was gray area there and loopholes where people started doing those for gold and silver. They wanted to hold their own precious metals. Um, just recently, there was an article that came out about some gold companies having to, and, and Birch Gold Group was not one of them. We never messed with the checkbook LLC IRAs. I mean, I don't know any Fortune 500 custodian that Fidelity, JP Morgan, um, I don't know if any of those custodians that would allow for such a structure like that um, because of all the gray areas and loopholes. And now to come to find out, there wasn't too many gray areas. It was very specific. And a lot of people are on the wrong side of the fence with those accounts because they're having to pay back a lot of money. You know, there's annual reporting done. So we just didn't mess with it. You know, we made sure that we were 100% compliant and, you know, the private keys, they're stored on a cold wallet. That cold wallet's held on an offline server and that offline server is held in a depository where it's insured up to, you know, 600 million per account. Uh, so that that would be our solution. Uh, we do not mess with the checkbook LLC IRAs, and there actually is a bill right now that's being trying to be passed through legislation. They're trying to get rid of those types of accounts just due to the lack of compliance that they hold and oh, what really? people were trying to do with those types of accounts by by holding their own assets through the gray area that they found. Mm. On your platform, this. Uh, I believe it's 22 hours trading or 21 hours because there's a, there's a, like a, there's a, a little cutoff time. Okay. Yeah. There's a cutoff time from three to 5 AM Eastern standard time. Um, so all, you know, all purchases and trades, but yes, you can trade. And, and just to be clear too, because this is true cold storage, it's not in a warm or hot wallet. It's not instant buy and instant sell. The price for the purchase gets locked in immediately whenever our customers buy. That's not an issue. Or when they sell, the sell price gets locked in. For instance, I have a Coinbase account and I have my assets held in their vault, which is their cold storage. They call it the vault. If I want to sell my Bitcoin, it takes 48 business hours for me to get a sell price because they move it to my warm wallet and then I can liquidate. Ours is much more advanced. Our customers can sell in cold storage instantly and get a sell price, but they can't utilize the funds, the USD from that sell until the following day when it settles. And same thing with the purchase. If you purchase 100% of the funds within the account, you can't turn around and sell it until that trade settles the following day. So it is 22 hour a day trading. However, you have to have funds available to be able to purchase. And what I mean by that is if one of our customers sells $100,000 worth of their Bitcoin and they want to buy Ethereum, but they want to do it in dollar cost averaging, when they sell that 100,000 will be available to them the following business day. And then if they start dollar cost averaging, as long as there's cash within the IRA, they can buy throughout the 22 hours a day. Let's just say they wanted to purchase in $25,000 increments. They can do that throughout the 22 hours within the trading day, as long as there's cash in the account. But each time they purchase, it wouldn't settle until the following day. And you, you can also purchase other assets outside of uh, crypto and, and uh, precious metals with BitIRA, correct? Not with BitIRA, no. We only deal with 
with digital currency. Our parent company, Birch Gold Group, now we can point you in that direction for precious metals. We have a lot of our customers um, diversify and, and have both. Now it's two separate IRAs, but they can have both digital currency and their digital IRA with our custodian equity trust that we work with and also precious metals. Um, equity trust offers other assets outside of, of what we work with them for. Yes, but we would not be able to help them with that. They would, they can contact equity trust and we could point them in the right direction, but you know, we don't mess with any assets inside their flex accounts or their real estate accounts. Right. Jeremy, you've been super helpful, super helpful. And I really thank you for your time, your precious time, especially during the holiday season. Uh, I have one last question for you and if that's okay. Sure. And that's uh, how are you personally looking to transform the world or your community? I would, given what happened to my parents in 2008 with the way that the markets fell, um, and just the way that our gener the generation that I live in today, it seems that retirement is getting a lot harder. People are having to work a lot longer than what it used to be like when they would start young and open up a retirement account. And when they're 50 or 55, retire and not have to worry about money. Um, I would say what I personally hope for and what I'm trying to transform in my community and with what I deal with, with digital currency is, is give people a new future for retirement to allow them to have a future in retirement and not have to work the rest of their lives. Love it. Love it. Are there any social handles you want to share with, with the audience uh, where they can find you, where they can find bit IRA, anything else that I missed you think? Uh, no, just go to, uh, feel free to contact us at BitIRA. Our 800 number is posted all over our website. Um, they can contact me via email at jwarner at bitira.com or just call the 800 number and ask for Jeremy and they will have no issues getting in touch with us. Cool. Jeremy, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Tito, it's been a pleasure, and I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. And anything else that you ever need, don't ever hesitate to contact us. Will do. Thank you. We'll talk soon. You got it. Take Absolutely. Care. Thanks, Tito. Bye-bye.